Hello, fans, and welcome to This Day in Baseball, where we're going to bring you a full radio broadcast of today's game. And before we do that, I just want to thank Classic Baseball Radio, and there's a link in the notes where you can uh, check out their full channel. They have many, many great radio broadcasts. And while you're listening to today's game, if you want to check out much more about the game and the players, look on the links below, and you're going to see uh, links to player pages, the date the game happened, the year it happened, and the play-by-play. Enjoy the game, and check out the links while you're watching the game, and please don't forget to hit the subscribe button so that every time new content comes out, you're going to get that uh, firsthand. And thank you again for checking out this day in baseball, and enjoy the game. Carry starts breathing again. 
seconds. Snyder on at first. They lead off. Mantle moves a few steps over and left center. The pitch comes to Robinson. A ground ball right back to Cooks. Move back to second. A mark for one to throw the third. Double play. Play going from Cooks, the pitcher, to Billy Martin, the second baseman, to Bill Scowan, the first baseman. And it is a double play. And in the first inning for the Dodgers, no runs on one hit. There were no errors. And one man was left on. And at the end of the first inning, the score, New York Yankees 2 and the Brooklyn Dodgers nothing. It's piggyback, Jack, piggyback, Jill, paper made, built in, spread, full paper made has a new pen. There's none to compare. With the piggyback, refill. You've always a fair. With two points. Two inch supply. If you're student, policeman, or clerk, you can be sure with a paper made. You'll always finish your work. No more aggravation. You won't tear out your hair. See the demonstration of the piggyback's fair. Paper made a dollar ninety-five. It's the most. It's the end. Why, man alive! Fire paper made. You'll say it's great when you ride through the paper made pen. It's piggyback, Jack. Piggyback, you get paper made built in very good. The amazing piggyback refill fits all paper-made pens. Elton Howard moves in now to lead off for the Yankees in the top of the second inning. Elton uh, had five hits and 26 times in bat in the series last year. Takes a fastball from Don Newcomb for a strike. Howard in the final few weeks of the regular American League season was bothered with a throat and... Uh, been in any uh, previous games uh, this year. Don Newcomb is ready and winds and the pitch comes and it's one on a miss. So Elston Howard stands in there with a two-strike count. Elston hit a home run off Don Newcomb last year. The outfield is uh, shaded to the left with Sandy Amherst deep in left field and Duke Snyder out in left center. Jackie Robinson backed up at third. Newcomb uh, winds and deals in the top side low for a ball. One ball, two strikes. That key double play coming up for the Yankees in the first inning as the Dodgers had two men on and only one out. Got Johnny Cooks out of quite a jam. Elton Howard with a real spread stance waits and now Newcomb delivers to him and there's ground ball to the left side. Reese over to his right, has it, makes a long throw. Hodges reaches, he's out. By Gil Hodges, who really reached out there with those big hands, grabbed that ball just ahead of Elston Howard. So this one up, and the play goes short for 6 3. The batter is Gil McDougall. Gil has two hits and 17 times at bat in the series this year. Has one run better than has walked three times, struck out six times. Newcomb winds, pumps and delivers, and swings and misses as McDougall goes for a fastball and feeds inside. Newcomb perhaps has one of the biggest wind-ups that you've ever seen. He swings both arms. Many people have wondered whether the theory of aeronautics didn't uh, actually help him get up off the ground a little. Delivers a soft curve that's over for strike two, taken by McDougall. And the batters tell me that actually 
Osprey. It looks like Mutes is jumping at him. And with that high kick and the arms moving around, it's very hard to pick up the ball. Plus the fact that Mr. Newton can really fire that ball through there. He stands in and he winds, and the two-strike pitch to McDougal takes high inside for a ball. One and two. The two runs scored by the Yankees in the first inning have uh, quietened the Dodger rooters down just a little. But they uh, realize that this game has a long way to go. The pitch to McDougal, a curve that misses outside for ball two. Two balls, two strikes. play by the Yankees, uh, by the way, was the sixth. They've had uh, many, but none of them started by the pitcher. That's the first one they've had. The Dodgers have eight. There's a liner on in the right field. Gilliam grabs the ball. A line drive headed for right field, and Jim Gilliam broke to his left, reached up and speared that ball, and McDougal comes talking back to himself as he walks back to the dugout. Jim Gilliam broke with the ball and speared that liner. Looking in. And he carries standing in there. And here's the two 
two delivery to carry. Curved the top side. Ball three. Three balls, two strikes with two out. And nobody on. Yankees two, Dodgers nothing. Newcomb trying to pitch Mary carefully to Andy because Mary uh, has power. And with that short uh, right and left field line, it's not impossible to reach him. Clean, clean and then some. What's more, it's fast, refreshing. One 
Gillette Super Speed Razor, a light, regular, or heavy, is made to match your face. You get comfort like you never had before because one of these three has it for you. It has the precise blade edge exposure, angle, and weight to suit your combination of skin and beard exactly. Get it, man. Gillette Super Speed Razor, Gillette Blue Blade Dispenser and Travel Case, $1. With it, you get the brand new Best Pocket Edition, the Encyclopedia Baseball, free. If you act fast, that is, fans are snapping them up. Gil Hodges will be the first batter for the Brooklyn Dodgers in the last half of the second inning. Gil has seven hits and 20 times at bat. Two doubles, a home run, he takes a strike, a curve on the outside corner. Johnny Cooks, the young boy from Hoboken, who must be realizing the thrill that almost every youngster in America has dreamed of. Starting a World Series game, strike two call. Fastball is popped over the outside corner.
52, the Dodgers nothing. We're in the last half of the second inning, two out. One strike to Perillo, swings over at close stance, and deep in the right-hand batter's box. Cooks is ready. Delivers a ground ball to the second baseman, Billy Martin, in with it, and makes the first, he's out. So in the second inning, the Dodgers bounce out, third to first, second to first, and second to first. The last the second inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. And at the end of the second inning, the score, New York Yankees 2, and the Brooklyn Dodgers, nothing. Look sharp, feel sharp, be sharp, and this and this girl. How are you fixed for a lady? How are you fixed for a lady? You better check. Be sure to have enough. Cause a worn out lady makes you shame and mind up. How are you fixed for a lady?
first base for the New York Yankees before me went out. And up there now is Mickey Mantle. Mickey struck out in the first inning. Don Newcomb checks Martin, a dangerous runner. The pitch to Mantle. Swings and misses for a strike. Newcomb just reared back and fired that fastball through there, and Mickey went up fishing. Coaching at third, clapping his hands, shouting for encouragement into Mickey Mantle. And the bullpen for the Dodgers again becomes alive with Roebuck and Vessens working. The outfield pull to the right. Here's the pitch to Mantle. Wins misses, right two. Pitch to Barra, slices this one downstairs. 
box seats. Barrett just reaching out, trying to protect that plate. Yukum trying to find that outside corner and almost got it. So it's one and two now with Yogi Barrett standing in there. The Yankees hanging on to a two to nothing lead. Yukum trying to pitch his heart out. Trying to do something that he's never been able to do before. Win a World Series game. The look to Martin, who leads off. And the pitch comes to Yogi Barrett. Swing Is going to come up and back for himself. 
big man with the bat. Here's the lineup from the pitch to Newcomb, a fastball for a strike. You know, the second home run by Yogi Berra gives him ten runs out of in. Pitch to Newcomb inside. One ball and one strike. It's the most run batted in uh, in series history. The last uh, great record was set by Lou Gehrig in the four-game series of 28 when he drove in nine. That uh, Mason, by the way, is in the second. The windup of the pitch by Johnny Cooks to Newcomb is a little dripper out front of White, and Cooks has it. Hikes it over to Scour, and he's out. Newcomb goes out. Johnny Cooks, the pitcher to Bill Scowan, the first baseman. And there's two out for the Dodgers in the last and third. And the top of the order now coming up. Junior Gilliam is in there. The switcher bats to the left side this time, and he takes a ball outside. Gilliam with Two hits and 21 times at bat. Johnny Cooks has given up only one hit. He's ready. He works and deals a fastball in the outside corner for strike. One and one. One ball and one strike. As Johnny Cooks looks out to center field. And looking back at him is Mickey Mantle. Wind continuing to blow out towards right field. Cooks winds, and the 1-1 pitch is a curve that breaks inside. Take it for ball two. Two balls, one strike. The Yankees leading four to nothing. On successive home runs by Yogi Berra. Hitting one in the second inning with Hank Bauer on. Hitting one in the third with Billy Barton on. The pitch to Gilliam, a fastball for strike two. So it's two balls and two strikes now to Jim Gilliam. over near uh, second base. Martin back at second and Scourin deep at first. Here's the 2-2 offering by Johnny Cooks. A curveball. It's sliced down the left field. Alston Howard backs up a couple of steps. He's got the range and he's got it. Four out number three. So in the third inning for the Brooklyn Dodgers. No runs, no hits, no errors and nobody left on. And Johnny Cooks continues to pitch masterful ball here in the seventh game of the World Series. At the end of three innings, the score of the Yankees four and the Brooklyn Dodgers Yesterday's game was uh, certainly a thriller, and what game hasn't been? Clem Levine finally coming up with a big victory and deserving after the great relief work that he performed for the Dodgers in the regular season. You know, Clem has uh, never had a losing season since joining the Dodgers in 1950. He posted his best mark in 1955 when he won 13 and lost five. Clem uh, was known to his intimate friends as Clement Walter Levine. Born in Lincoln, Rhode Island, August 1926. That's right-handed. He won the game of the 1955 World Series. You can put your finger right on facts like these in a jiffy with the new condensed edition of the official Encyclopedia of Baseball, a handy 320-page book that contains the cream of the big comprehensive standard authority. It's yours free with purchase of the Gillette Super Speed Razor at the regular price. 
Get yours. The supply is limited, and they're going fast. Thank you. 
the Yankees and holding them down while the Dodgers try to solve the offerings of the right-hander, Johnny Cooks. Messon digging out there on the mound a little bit to uh, fix the footing so that it'll be a little more to his liking. And the outfield for the Dodgers straight away. Jackie Robinson at third is backed up just a few steps off the edge of the infield grass. Messon, the right-hander, winds and delivers to McDougal. It's a strike over the outside corner.
pushed over five runs. Two home runs by Yogi Berra, one by Elton Howard. Pitch is a strike call. Good slider, cut the outside corner. So Besson's way ahead of the batter, and Bauer steps out. Take a little stroll, he's back in. Then the Amaros around and left. Duke Snyder a few steps over in left center for the Dodgers, and for low and right. The infield for Brooklyn backed up. Andy Carey leads away for second. Don Besson looks at him. Here's the kick, and the pitch comes down. Devour. Mirror ball to the right side. Gilliam to his right. One step. Big hop. Fires to first. He's out at first. And a very close play as Jim Gilliam just gets the ball over ahead of Hank Bauer. Bauer was looking at the umpire as he went by, figuring that he might beat that one up, but he didn't. And for the Yankees in the fourth inning, they come up with one run on one hit. There was one Brooklyn error, and one man left on. And at the end of three and a half innings of play, the score, New York Yankees five, and the Brooklyn Dodgers nothing. Well, Bauer and Billy Martin both have been uh, aggressive snappers for the Yankees, uh, or making great throws, feeling, and they're always dangerous to that bat. Gilliam just gets the ball over ahead of Hank Bauer. The umpire as he went by, figuring that he might beat that one up, but he didn't. And for the Yankees in the fourth inning, they come up with one run on one hit. There was one Brooklyn error, and one man left on. And at the end of three and a half innings of play, the score, New York Yankees five, and the Brooklyn Dodgers nothing. Well, Bauer and Billy Martin both have been uh, aggressive scrappers for the Yankees, uh, making great throws, feeling, and they're always dangerous with that bat. You know, the Dodgers have been plagued by a man like that all season. And Milwaukee's Johnny Logan. He's aggressive, he's tough, and he's got the beard to go with it. But Johnny's always clean-shaven. He keeps that way with a Gillette Super Speed Razor. Now, if you aren't getting easy, good-looking shaves that give you a lift, here's the word. You need the Gillette Super Speed Razor that's scientifically right for your combination of skin and beard. There are three, light, regular, and heavy. They meet the requirements of all men. The light has minimum blade edge exposure and the right edge angle for men with sensitive skin and most younger men. The regular is for average skin and beard. And the heavy with greater blade edge exposure is for men who like to have some feel of a heavier razor. Each is made in one piece for fast blade changing and instant cleaning. A dollar buys your Gillette Super Speed Razor, Gillette Blue Blade Dispenser, and Skyring Travel Case. And if you act fast, you get the best pocket encyclopedia baseball absolutely free. Johnny Cooks delivers the Pee Wee Reese inside. Too close for ball one. The Yankees lead in the ball game, five to nothing. Last half of the fourth inning. Reese Moore in the first inning. And Cooks is ready and pins a fastball inside for ball two. Reese looks down to Billy Herman, coaching a third. Again, Duke Snyder on deck for the Dodgers. Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. A fastball inside for ball three. So the first three deliveries by Johnny Cooks to Pee Wee Reese are inside. Pee Wee again takes a look down to Billy Herman coaching at third. Jake Fittler coaching at first. The windup by Cooks and he deals on the three and nothing and it's ball four. Oh, Pee Wee Reese, the first man up for the Dodgers in the fourth inning draws the 
This is CKLW, your World Series station in this area. 800 on your dial. This is Bob Neal with Bob Wolf in Evansville, the seventh game of the World Series. Duke Snyder stands in there. Reese leads away. The pitch comes to Snyder. Grab ball to the right side. Taken by Scott and throws to second for one. No chance for a relay. So Reese is fourth and second on the play, going from Bill Scott to Gil McDougall. That ball, and for a moment it looked like it might turn out to be what they used to refer to as a Baltimore chop. Scarlett had to take it on the short hop and got it over to McDougal just in time. So the fourth play goes from three to six. Snyder with a life at first base. One out in the last of the fourth inning. Yankees five, Dodgers nothing. Jackie Robinson, the batter. He did a double play in the first inning when he hit a tap right back to Johnny Cooks. The outfield pull of the left. Newcomb 
scoring uh, of the Yankees. He's out there now taking his uh, warm-up pitches. And the first batter he'll face in the top of the fifth inning for the New York Yankees, Billy Martin. Martin with one hit and two times at bat. Struck out the first inning off Newcom. Single off Newcom in the third and rode home on Barra's second home run of the game. The Yankees got their first two runs on a single by Hank Barra in the first inning. He stole second. Newcom struck out Martin and Mantle. But then Barra came through with a home run. And Barra coming through with a home run again in the third inning. Two out and a runner on. Then Elston Howard made it 5 to nothing for the Yankees with a leadoff home run in the fourth inning off Don Newcomb. And uh, that was the end for Big New. So the big guy, who certainly had one of the great seasons of any pitcher in modern time. Another foul off the facing right in front of us.
long pitch to Mickey Mantle. Swung on down the line, drive out in the right center field. He'll stand in my back, and the ball is passing off the wall. And Snyder hustles his throw to second. There's Mantle digging for two, and he's in safe. So Mantle missed a home run by perhaps three feet as he lines one off the facing of the wall out there, 376 feet away.
Sandy Ambrose steps in now to face Johnny Cooks. The right-hander delivers, and the first pitch is wide and low, and the count ball one to Ambrose. But the Brooklyn Dodgers certainly having been backed against the wall here as we come into the last half of the last game. Here's the next pitch. It's over the outside corner for a called strike, and the count is one and one to Amaros with Perillo and Campanella to follow. Johnny Cooks with his first big league start in the World Series competition. All right-handed. Here it comes, and there's a foul up to the left. Two strikes, ball one. Johnny had a fine season pitching for the uh, New York Yankees. This afternoon, the outfielders haven't been too busy. As a matter of fact, only one outfield put out for New York. There's one sliced out to left, and Elton Howard is waiting, and he has it. Amaros is out, so that means there have been two outfield put outs registered by the uh, New York Yankees, and Howard has them both. So far this afternoon, Brooklyn has had no outfield put outs. Fielders who spent some time during the uh, course of the first half of the game looking at the ball, sailing up over the fence. Carl Perillo is grounded out. He steps up for the second time to face Johnny Cooks. And they're playing Carl now, slightly toward right. Here comes the pitch, and it drives him back from the plate for ball one. It was high and inside. The win appears to be coming from the left field corner toward the right field line, sweeping across the field. There's a ground ball, which is taken by Andy Carey, going to his left. Fine play for the first, and Burrow is out. Andy Carey darted to his left, made a good stop and throw, and there are two outs on the home bed. Roy Campanella is coming up. Nine 
out of every ten forest fires are caused by human carelessness. Last year, this reckless vandalism blackened an area half as large as the New England states. This shocking national waste in the United States and Canada is all the more shameful because a little common sense and care could prevent it. It takes just one fatal moment of carelessness with match a cigarette to send wildfire blazing through our resources of timber, water, and recreation that was centuries in the making. Protect these precious possessions that belong to you. Follow these simple rules. One, crush out cigarettes, cigar, and pipe ashes. Two, break matches and chew after using. Three, drown all campfires, then stir and drown again. Four, find out the law before using fire. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. This message has been brought to you as a public service. Six Yo McDougal, Andy Carey, and Johnny Cooks. For the New York Yankees, Don Besson. On the mound, for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yo McDougal is lined out to Gilliam and pumped up to Gilliam. And he steps in now as the New Yorkers work behind a 5 to nothing lead. Including three homers, two by Yogi Berra, each with a man on, the other by Elston Howard. The pitch is down the middle, and it's strike one call. Gil McDougal at the plate. Yankee long ball power has certainly been asserting itself so far this afternoon. Here it comes, and it's low.
They took a lot of seconds, two away. Here it comes, and there's a pop-up to the right side, near the line. Hodge is waiting, straddles the line, and takes it just in foul territory. Behind first base. So, in the top of the sixth inning, no runs, a hit, no errors, and one left. And the score, after the middle of the sixth, New York Yankees five, the Brooklyn Dodgers nothing. Well, we certainly got a big kick seeing uh, Casey Stengel's excitement as he planted his home run sluggers when they came back to the dugout. You know, Casey is like a father to all those boys, and they're all out for him. They take it to heart when he tells them to act like champions and look like champions. Neat, clean shave. Casey sets a good example. He shaves with a Gillette Super Speed Razor and recommends they do the same. Now, if you haven't caught up with those three Gillette Super Speed Razors, the light, regular, and heavy, it's high time you did. One has the right weight edge exposure and will weight to match your skin and beard. Quick shaves. Good-looking shaves. Man, real refreshing shaves are positively guaranteed. A dollar is all it costs you to see. That's the regular price of a Gillette Super Speed Razor in its useful travel case with a dispenser of super keen Gillette Blue Blades. And that's not all. Today, that handy 320-page encyclopedia of baseball comes attached, and it's free. In the home six. Left-handed batter, and it's ball one. Dale was up there for the last strikeout of that perfect game, that Larson pitch. Here it comes, and it's over for a strike call. Not one and one. Two 
up with nobody aboard. Oops, a low ball pitcher has been uh, getting these Brooklyn Dodgers to hit that ball into the ground, or these low liners. The first pitch moves Reese back, he falls to the ground, and it's ball one. Coming up, 
to face Cray will be Martin, Mantle, and Vera. So it's quite an induction here that Craig has in the seventh inning. Craig, 25 years old. Comes from Durham, North Carolina. He's a big, tall fellow, six feet four. This past season, he had 12 wins, 11 losses. to work now as Martin, who is one before he steps in in the seventh. Inning gets on the way. Craig was the starter in the third game against Whitey Ford. And in the series, he is no wins and one loss. So Martin, up there at the plate waiting, and the first pitch comes in low for the ball. The Yankees are leading. Craig's pitch is low. Ball two, the count to Martin. Martin is a fellow who can really roam around that infield. And he likes to make sure. We've seen him operate now from his second base position and come over onto the third base side on those pop-ups. The ball is up in the air. Billy wants to be near it. Real hustler. Here's the pitch. He cuts and misses. Strike one. And now in the uh, Brooks bullpen, Carl Erskine starts warming up. Martin up there in the outfield is slightly around toward left. Two balls and a strike. There's a line drive and Tomo Reese is short going out to left center field for a hit. Strider moves over to field the ball and Martin after making the turn stays the first base with a second hit.
sweeps across the mound, raising up a bit of a dust storm there, and time is called. Manuel stepped out, now he's back in. Looks out toward the mound. There's two balls and a strike. Here's the pitch, and a curve drops low and inside, and the count now of three balls and strike one to Mantle. Thrillo is far back there and right, and Snyder in deep right center, and Amaros is way over in left center field, all the way back for Mantle. Mantle and Vera each have had three homers in this series. Three balls and a strike. The pitch is wide, and Mantle walks, bringing up Yogi Berra. Martin moves to second base. And Yogi Berra, who has had two two-run homers, and drew an intentional walk last time up. Well, comes up now in this seventh inning with two aboard and nobody out. Berra's had ten RBIs in this series for a new record. Most ever before, nine by Lou Gehrig back in 1928, four-game set. Yogi's in there. And the first pitch is a wild one going right by Campanella. Martin goes to third. Mantle to second. Martin is on third and Mantle on second.
to go for one outside, Texas swing. On the count now, one and one. Meanwhile, Erskine continues his warm-up for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Johnny Cox, a stretch of the bars, a look back, and the pitch is swung on 
left-handed batters. Pitch inside, and Robinson draws the walk.
to the first seven. For the Yankees, nine runs, ten hits, and no errors. And the Brooklyn Dodgers, no runs, one hit, and one error. Two out. 
the Brooklyn Dodgers hitting that ball into the ground. Absolutely patterned right throughout this game. Only two outfield putouts. Thank you. 
there now, and the Knights lead off. He swings and the line drive, and Gilliam leaps and pulls it in. Jim Gilliam leaps high to pull in Zara's liner. And so York is out, has one out in the ninth. And Zara goes back to the dugout after a tremendous afternoon with two two-run homers.
Rogers hitting the ball into the dirt, and Pee Wee Reese comes up. Here comes the pitch, inside for a ball. There have been so many standouts in this series for each side. Both clubs to be mighty proud of their performances.
Phillies have become that championship door. It's a jar. They're almost set to walk in. Yes, 
and just recapped it after having lost it last year. What do you think, Case, about getting it back? Well, naturally, I have to consider that the ball players play great in this series, and so did the football club play wonderful. Now, it was a great series. There was some terrific pitches in this series, and that's the reason why some of the ball players didn't hit more. I'm very proud of our ball club because it came through again, and in the series, at the end of the series, the young pitchers came through and made the team a success. It's naturally wonderful to be a world champion, and I guess you can tell from the noise that's in here that most of my players are going to world champions. Casey, was there any uh, reason particularly that time was starting Johnny Cook today, or was he just the only one you had left?
off Don Jim of Yogi. I don't think they ever had a greater World Series. No, I guess this is my best one now. Um, you hit three consecutive homers off Jim of Yogi. Remember, you hit one off him and you knocked him out earlier in the series. No, this is the uh, first time I ever hit him. So good. This is the series uh, here. But what about Johnny Cook now? You handle him. Well, uh, Mel, uh, I was a little nervous like any young kid would be before the game. 
as many filters as the two other largest selling filter brands for that smooth, smooth taste. The smoothest of rich, mellow tobaccos, which makes Viceroy the winner in big league smoking. So don't wait another day. Change now to Viceroy for smoother taste insured by 20,000 filters. Yesterday, today, tomorrow, thousands of people every day are changing the filter cigarettes. Make your decision now. Change to Viceroy. Well, Charlie, you're talking about that great pitching of Johnny Cooks. Uh, incidentally, the Dodgers in the last 28 innings have only made one run, and in the last 28 innings of World Series play, they only had seven hits. Now, I would have to say that uh, the Dodger hitting department failed them slightly. Yeah, it looked like in the second game that the Dodgers were going to have a good hitting series because they finished up the National League season with, in uh, great style and a way of hitting and pitching also. But after that second game, that's been going up to the Yankee Stadium, which is a larger part. I think probably gave uh, some of those pitchers some confidence and Ford pitched that game. And then along come uh, Sturdivant, the young fellow, and pitched another good game in that great game that Larson pitched. And then listen to today, and not mention the two games yesterday, they were terrific. That was, it was great to see two pitchers pitch like that on both sides. But it's a funny thing about baseball. After you pay a fellow a lot of money to hit, and then you pay the pitcher a lot of money to get them out. But it shows what a great thing. I repeated that, and I said that, say it time and time again. When a pitcher's got control of that ball, it don't mean the difference who the hitter is. When he doesn't worry, wants to, it's going to be tough to score, regardless of the part. You know, to destroy the World Series, the Dodgers had 42 hits in seven games, and they only had three home runs. Now, this is a club that is loaded with home run power. The Yankees, on the other hand, had 58 hits and a grand total of 12 home runs, which, incidentally, is another World Series record for home runs in one series. The thing that I was happy to see today, Joe Scarlin, who was 0 for 4 in the first ball game, and Austin Howard, who had not been in the lineup the last couple weeks of the season and made his appearance in his first World Series, came through with home runs in great style and, of course, helped to win that uh, title, that 12 home runs in one World Series. Now, Scarlin and Howard, uh, you have seen them through the entire season. Uh, in your opinion, what makes them such outstanding players, especially in that class? Well, first of all, they got a lot of power. They got strength. Both of them can hit a ball to any field, right field or left field, can hit over any fence. As I know the games we played them during the summer, they showed that. And uh, that's one thing about the Yankee Club. I know that they got a bench there. They can change. The teams can change any time. If one fellow's not hitting, and he goes to another park, and he's got a, a fellow like Skarn, uh, like Brooklyn Park, I'd say he's made the order for him. He can change the lineup and put a fellow in like that. And I think he made the change today because he wanted to give Slaughter a rest because the season's over. But Angus, you know, has played uh, very few games of six games in a row during the season. But with Skarn in there, I think he figured that maybe he could hit a couple out of the park or one out of the park, which he did. So I'll say Casey pulled the right ones out of the bag. You know, Johnny Cooks was absolutely brilliant today. He's the youngest pitcher on the Yankee staff. He's 23 years of age and one of the youngest pitchers ever to win a World Series game. And coming from here in the New York area, it's really something. That's his first World Series win and only his third year in organized baseball. One of your favorite players and, of course, the country's favorite players came through in great fashion today by hitting uh, home runs number one and two in the, in the game and in second and third in the series, all three off of Newcomb. And a strange thing, uh, Yogi Berra had ten RBIs in the series and eight of those RBIs off of Newcomb. How about your man, Berra? 